Casey Kasem is a dick. No more anal cream ads. Why are Stefan's hands so sticky? I apologize to little people everywhere. Sean Connery slapped the Chipotle girl. I am so gassy. I want to kill myself. You've got man boobs. I just threw up in my mouth. Cal, pass me some more weed. Bob Denver won't stop touching Did me. Did Michael Landon tell us to go fuck ourselves? You're an asshole. You're such an asshole. My name is Cal Baxter, and this is the A-Holes Podcast. I'm here with... Well, I don't like that intro, you dick. Yeah, I don't like it either. Let me try that again. No, it's Cal... I mean, that that I'm like a guest. This is the 52nd episode of the A-Holes Podcast. I'm Cal Baxter. And I'm Tanner Boylan. You are Tanner Boylan. That's better. Was that better? Yeah. All right. Tanner, last week's episode, damn, did we get a lot of mail. A lot of not and and not good mail. No, it was hateful mail, and it really was surrounding our segment on Jerry Marin, who is the last surviving Munchkin. And I don't know, can you call him a Munchkin anymore? After well, the that's mail the that thing. we got. <laughs> so what happened was we got this cease and desist letter from a major New York City law firm from the Center for Little People in Youngston, Ohio. Yep, they ripped us a new one. God, they ripped us an asshole. It's awful. <laughs> It's not even funny because, frankly, it looks like they're they're uh, they're pursuing some sort of an action against us. Well, so what happened was that Marin kept referring to himself <laughs> as a munchkin. Now, yeah. who knew in 2020 that that was not a politically correct term? That little bugger really screwed us. <laughs> he seemed pretty happy when he was here, but apparently when he got home, he changed his mind. That little shit. <laughs> he's a little, you know what? He is a little shit. We're, you know, we can't. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> no, okay. we can't say. We that. should read. We should read our our po- <laughs> in response to the letters. Yeah. that we received. It's very serious. It is serious. So we want to make a public apology to the Center for Little People in Youngstown, Ohio, about the comments we made regarding Jerry Marin and using the term Munchkin. And to be fair, we didn't. We really didn't mean it. Was all in good fun, but uh, everything they didn't we take say is way. in good fun. But you know, yeah. sometimes you got to make the apology, and you got to look. We got to grow. We yeah. <laughs> we've never we've never had this before. No. They really they really went off on us. And no. and of course, again, once again, we we apologize. I'm going to read it right off the paper. We apologize to the Center for Little People in Youngstown, Ohio, and to Jerry Marin. We really apologize to Jerry Marin. All right, let's move on. You know, last week, Trump, your president, and vice president, former vice president Biden had their first debate. And oh my God, was that a clusterfuck? Yep. <laughs> There's not much else to say. Yeah, we don't really want it to wasn't talk good. about it. No, except, screw except, it. Yeah, it made me wonder if you put Trump and uh, and Biden in one of those octagons where they do like those MMA fights. What, what what do you think would go down? I think Trump would kick Biden right in the nuts and fight would be over. And Biden, the only thing Biden would do to try to defend himself, he would grab Trump's hair. And he's so fat. Look, the guy is so heavy. When he goes down, he's down. There's no eight count. I mean, he's not coming back up. I think Biden's kind of quick. I think he's kind of slinky. Yeah. Yeah, I think Biden would fight just as dirty as Trump, by the way. One in the morning last night, you and I were calling each other, and we were up all night talking about the fact that Donald J. Trump and Melania, his wife, they both tested positive for COVID. And while we were doing this show, we found out something else. What was that? (laughs) That Trump was sent to Walter Reed, the hospital that treats 
presidents. You know, the right is always saying that you elect Biden, you elect you elect uh, Kamala Harris, who I know you have a thing for. Mm, yeah, she's cute. Yeah. Nobody she's wants to hear you moan like that. <laughs> Tanner, that was pretty gross. <laughs> it was a little it was a little creepy, but that's that's okay. So Tanner, we'd like to talk about a new segment we have here called the A-Holes Wish List. And the A-Holes Wish List is all about celebrities that we hope to get on the show. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm 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 excited about it. Would would it kill you to be emotionally invested in this? No, you know what it is? <laughs> um you know why I'm angry. I know why you're angry, because it's the first celebrity that we want to talk about who we are dying to have in the show. And of course, I'm talking about the great Wilfred Brimley. He was supposed to be our celebrity guest coming up. But what happened? One word, <laughs> Stefan. One word is, is, is all you need for that half-brained, dimwit Stefan who works for us. And we're itching to have Brimley on the show. We're a huge fan of Cocoon, even maybe a bigger fan of his, uh, his Quaker Oats uh, work. <laughs> We love in, the Quaker Oats. Oh, well, his commercial work is 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 classic, unprecedented. Yeah. And and we were close to getting him until we put this in the hands of Stefan. And then what did we find out? Well, we found out that he never got through to Brimley's agent or manager or attorney <laughs> never, or anyone never associated. Even, never even tried. Yeah, I mean Brimley Productions. I assume he's got a production company that's, yeah, that's who even knows. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, Wilfred, you want to talk about Will for just a couple of things? Even sure. though we'll never meet him. Why was he on our list of most desired celebrities? He he dropped out of high school and he was a cowboy. Yeah. See, Brimley was a, a man of the earth. <laughs> the man of the man of the dirt. Yeah, he's a man of the dirt. Never never classically educated, but uh God that guy had street smarts. He did, and he a hell of a, a hell of a commercial for uh, Quaker Oats. You know, it's funny. You and I spent hours devising this Quaker Oats uh, kind of oat off, where we were going to all eat with uh, with Brimley in, in studio. Never's going to happen. <laughs> Remember the, the idea for, and this was part Stefan's idea, and I actually liked it. The oat wrestling. <laughs> we were going to fill up a small bathtub, and we were going to have the the oat wrestle off. Yeah, I mean, Brimley's an older guy. I, yeah, I didn't want to give him a heart attack. With well, that, I don't but think we were going to have him in there. No, no, we gonna... no, no, no. I think a couple of our listeners, a couple of our Brimley fans were uh, were calling in and, you know, they wanted to be part of that old uh, wrestle off. I was going to get my wife in there. She'd be great. She'd be great. But she fights dirty. Let's move on. So you and I are constantly on social media, mm-hmm. uh, cable, television, streaming platforms, always looking for some good future guests for the A-Holes podcast. So I'm on HBO Max the other day, and I run across this movie, which I've never seen before, I've never heard before. It's called Gone with the Wind. And uh, it's this sprawling epic set uh, against the backdrop of the Civil War. They got this young cool title. Oh, great title. Young guy named Clark Gable. Handsome devil. He is so kind of magnetic on the screen, and I'm wondering if this is someone we could... Let's get him. I think it's someone we would like to get on a future podcast. I think he's really old. Well, he may be old now. I don't know when the uh, the movie was shot. It was in glorious Technicolor. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I have a, I have a feeling we could get him now. Let's put it this way. I haven't heard too much about this guy in the past 10 years. No. So it sounds like a guest who'd be perfect for our 
podcast. He'd be great for us. And Stefan, I know you're listening in the other room, putting this thing together. Let's get on. Uh, Stefan's not listening to shit. He doesn't no. listen to our show. That's the problem, actually. <laughs> That's but the problem. We will tell him after this episode is over to uh, call Gable's people and let's get that guy on. So our next guest on our wish list is Burt Reynolds. Oh, God. He's great. Do you remember that movie, The Deliverance? The Deliverance, or Deliverance as you're calling it, I think came out about five years ago. I want to say in 05 or 06, 2005 or 2006. Yeah. Wow. Poor poor Ned Beatty. So this guy, Ned Beatty, he gets lost in the woods and, uh, you know, he's approached by these uh, Appalachian types. What do you mean by that, Appalachian types? Trying to be politically correct. Woods people. Woods Woods people. people. Woods people. And they're, uh, they see Ned Beatty and uh, they find him uh, somewhat attractive. <laughs> but Beatty doesn't find them that attractive, no. does he? No. <laughs> no. The sounds that come out of Beatty during what's uh, what's really unspeakable. I don't, can we even say on this podcast what happened to Beatty? No. Can we? No. Well, I don't know if the FCC. I don't think we want to. I don't know if the FCC I think oversees time what to we move say. on. <laughs> yeah. Time to move on. Yeah, it's definitely time Poor, to move we'll on. We'll just leave it at poor Ned Betty. So, Burt Reynolds, I think we can. I, I think he's around. Again, not a young guy, but would make a great guest. But the stories that Reynolds is going to talk about in a future episode of the A Holes podcast is going to be, they're going to be precious. He's, a, he's an icon, another, another icon. Very iconic. Tanner, when it comes to Burt Reynolds, I know you're a fan and you're looking forward to him being on the show. What what are what's some of your favorite Reynolds films? I'm dying to ask him about Boogie Nights. Oh, he's so good in Boogie Nights. <laughs> I believe he was the character of Dirk Diggler. No, I think that was Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> are you sure he wasn't? Was he Roller Girl? No, I think that was um, Heather Graham. <laughs> Who cares? He was just great in that movie. He was great. Even though we don't know who he was. No, we don't know who he was. But uh, I think there's a good shot, because we haven't seen Reynolds in a long time, that we're going to get him on the A-Holes podcast. And then the third guest we just want to mention that's coming up next month. Now, this one I'm excited for. Well, who wouldn't be excited for the great, the legendary Burl Ives? Most people don't know the name Burl Ives. He is the voice of... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and all the associated characters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the voice of an angel, number one. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, I mean, this guy's got talent that you haven't seen since, I don't know, Sammy Davis Jr. And one fact that we found out after we booked him that we did not know prior to booking, he is an extremely wealthy guy from from Rudolph. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the number of times that this show has aired all over the world and the, the residuals that he's getting, Ives is loaded. Loaded. He's He is a, not quite a billionaire, but from what I understand, a hundred, multi-hundred millionaire. Powerful man. Just from, just from Rudolph. Yeah. You know, just to move on, we have a new segment that, I'm really excited about. I know you're really excited about. Not and really. The listeners. Yeah. <laughs> this was, this was. I mean, this was your idea. I'm not. It was not my idea, but I think at the end of the day, this is a segment that's going to work, and I think it's going to be entertaining to our listeners. And it's called, "Who Gives a Shit." Yep. 
Why don't you tell us uh, this very, very compelling story? Jessica Alba. Big fan. Uh, who got her start on Beverly Hills 90210 is now revealed that during the filming of Beverly Hills 90210, which was 20 years ago, she said, and I quote, I couldn't even make eye contact with any of the cast members, which was really strange when you're like trying to do a scene with them. <laughs> I'm not. Apparently, this was a big, a big disappointment in her life that she could not make eye contact with them. And now that she's got her billion dollar, what is it? The uh, the honest company. Well, before you I don't say think that, I mean, she can, gives can a I, shit. Can I just reply to that story? <laughs> sure. Sure. Tell us what you think. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know why she gives a shit. And yet she's been all over talking about I this. I think celebrities are in constant need of sympathy. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sympathetic to her. I'm sure it was traumatic at the time. But today, why does she really? No, I don't think she gives a shit. No. I don't we, think she does. Maybe she doesn't. And we certainly don't give a shit. But I will tell you. Uh, now, you know, I don't you, even. See, that's the problem. Why did we even include this? I don't know. This is your idea for a segment. And it doesn't make any sense. Here's what I want to know. Who has got more coin? Burl Ives or Jessica Alba? Oh, that's a, that may be a tough one. That's yeah, she's a, got that's that a honest battle company. of the titans. Yeah. Now, I'm more of a I'm more of a goop guy. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. You have a very, you're, you're very soft skin. I very take that as a compliment. Skin. I take that as a yeah, compliment. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. I have I have rough skin, but oh I'm yeah. Really, again, I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. I would say I would call your skin coarse. Yep. Yep. Tanner, as you know, at the A Holes podcast, we receive thousands of fan email and letters. A week, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe hundreds. Well, maybe hundreds, maybe ten. Okay, no. <laughs> but occasionally, we'd like to read one on the air. Uh, this comes from Mary Fitzsimmons from Weston, Connecticut, and she says, "Dear Cal and Tanner, my name is Mary Fitzsimmons. I'm a big fan of the show, yeah. and I was wondering if I could come into the studio and meet you." Hmm. There's more in the letter, but that was the the gist of it. That's now, I know our gut I, reaction to that is always no. But then we saw the pictures. Then we saw the pictures. <laughs> Just to get, Mary included some pictures and a little biographical information. She's 34 years old yeah. and a uh, a fitness, what would you call her? A Well, um, I mean, you called she's her. She's into fitness. You called her an underwear model. <laughs> she's not an underwear model, but she is into fitness. And some of the pictures were more revealing than others. We we appreciated all of them. Here's equally. what I did not appreciate. <laughs> the Peloton? You, well, no, I did not appreciate. <laughs> when you turned to me, when you turned to me in the studio and said, uh, and this is after we opened all the pictures, you turned to me in the studio and said, can you please leave for two minutes? I did not say that. Well, I took that's my no, recollection. I, I had the pictures in the comfort of my own home. Oh. But I'll tell you, we both agreed that she's voided the warranty on her Peloton. Oh. She sent us a few of those uh, little video files, and that Peloton is just she's she's just wrecked it forever. Well, I know you and, follow her now on TikTok. <laughs> I do, and she's got to stop. The TikToks are terrible. Gangnam style in a in a bikini and whatever she was doing. It's she's uh, flexible though. You got to give her that. <laughs> we get we have some weird. Seriously, we have some 
weird listeners. She's either going to come onto the show and marry us, or she's going to kill us both as we leave the studio. It's an either or. I'm not sure which. It's an either or scenario. (laughs) But in any event, you know, Mary sort of won us over. Uh, I I will not, I do not appreciate the fact that you objectify her, even though I just did. I I wasn't objectifying her. We agreed to meet her, but not in the studio because the studio is closed to to visitors. So we agreed to meet her at FICA. Our yes. favorite coffee shop. Yes, we are going to meet her at the coffee shop next week, and we're going to record that session. So we're going to tell <laughs> her about it, and we're going to bring Stefan for security yes. <laughs> because we think she may try to slit our throats. Yeah, we have no idea what's <laughs> going to happen. So, well, you know, we shouldn't have used her. <laughs> we're going to get. We're going to get another letter. We we I agreed, why we I weren't going to use her last name. I find name. something about Mary seductive, <laughs> compelling. That's you know what I think. You're going to go meet her at Ficker. <laughs> well, between the two of us, I'm the single one. So uh, yeah, you should go meet her because right. she's well, definitely going to kill you. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see what happens with Mary. All right, but we know there's something about her. <laughs> it's going to be bad. You're going to die. <laughs> okay. So last week, we get a phone call from one of our one of our game show, really, I, I'd call him a game show crush in a way. He is. He is. Mr. Gene Rayburn. Yep. So Gene is hosting a new show called Match Game. And <laughs> I think he's taken some sort of sabbatical of some sort. And he's actually uh, asked that's us. That's how I feel about it. Well, come on. I mean, oh he's asked God. us to co-host a week of Match Game. <laughs> We're not going to... Don't you want to do it? Do you really want to go? I want to do it. I want to do it. We're not getting paid. No, I know we're not. We're doing it for Gene. I know, but he... God. I don't think I have it in me. I got to be honest. I don't think I have it in me. I know you're excited to do this, but it's... it's, uh, And I know it's for charity. Oh, yeah. But I don't think I have it in me. All proceeds that we would have been paid to host Match Game for a week is going to go to the center. <laughs> I know. This is, this is why I'm, yep. And this is why I am so freaking not jazzed to do this. So Tanner, before we wrap things up, um, yep. I do want to let our listeners know that next month in November is Sweeps Week. Very important month for us. And we've got news. We have, yeah, this is actually big news. This is big. We are going to be in London at our London affiliate for Sweeps Week. And depending on how this goes, we could be bumped up into uh, a much higher bracket. Yeah, the A-Holes podcast next month in November is going to be broadcasting exclusively from Abbey Road Studios in London. And boy, are we excited. Which I don't know if people know, but that was where where you're going to be in the exact studio where the Beatles recorded. It's unbelievable. And we've got a whole list, which we're going to uh, reveal next week of some of the British guests we're going to have. And we are, I mean, I I can't wait. This is going to cost us a fortune uh, being in London for the week. But, uh, you know, we do it for we do it for our fans. Well, we do, we do it for ourselves. <laughs> let's, well, yeah. let's be honest. Much, I mean, we pretty much do it for ourselves. And speaking of ourselves, that wraps up another episode of the A-Holes podcast. Now get the fuck out of our podcast. 